thank you so much, Emmanuel, for being here. Uh, it really does mean a lot. Um, I think I've only been following you on Instagram for like less than a week, really. Oh, but wow. I think <laughs> your work's definitely been blowing up, at least on my Explore page. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, every day for like the last maybe one and a half weeks, it's either wow. I see one of your reels or I see one of your photos. Uh, wow. which is which is super cool. So I think I took it as a sign to reach out to you. <laughs> and, and I'm really glad that I did. Um, but just please tell us a little bit more about yourself uh, as an individual and as a creative. Okay, so my name is Imanola Roma and I'm a Ghanaian photographer. Um, technically, or basically, I shoot beauty. Now, um, I do more beauty and retouching. I do retouching for other creators. And, yeah. So, yeah, basically, that's it. I do more of, like, retouching more than shooting. That's what Okay. And was this always your dream growing up as a young girl? Is this what you always wanted to do? Or the trajectory kind of shifted over the last couple of years? No, 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 no. It's not what I always dreamed about. Really? Okay. <laughs> really? What did you want to do? What did you want to do? And even how did even growing, up, growing up, I didn't even know anything about photography. I don't think photography was something that ever crossed my mind because um, there wasn't anyone in my let me see, family line or um, around me, like a relative or anyone that was in photography for me to have maybe developed interest or anything. It didn't happen like that. Growing up, I... You know that thing where you you want to be something, you get to another stage in your life, you want to be something else, you get another stage in your life. You just want to switch it up. Exactly. Change it up. <laughs> exactly. So that's what happened. So like, um, uh, I, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be a journalist because okay, okay. I like talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I used to tell okay. everyone, I used to tell everyone, I'm going to be a journalist, I'm going to be a journalist. Then, um, I went to secondary school and I realized that I had this talent in art. But unfortunately, I did the wrong course. Because in school, like a lot of people were like, you should have done visual arts, you should have done visual arts. I'm like, at that time, I didn't, I didn't know anything like visual arts or anyone mm. who could advise me <laughs> on choosing yeah. that course. Yes. So I ended up doing um, a reading course that could have, you know, ended me, pushed me to being the journalist that I wanted to be. But then along the way, I lost interest in being a journalist. Yes. So as at the time I was completing school, I I actually didn't really know what I wanted to do. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure because I looked at all the possibilities, all the things that I could become with a course that I studied in school and uh, there wasn't any one of them that I was interested in. That's, that's very interesting. So what step did you take then after that? What And how did that lead you to becoming a retoucher and a photographer? So when I completed school, I, I wanted to go into modeling because I love taking pictures of myself. Like, I'm photogenic. And I love taking pictures, like a lot. 
<laughs> like a lot, a lot. Like, like a lot, like a lot. Like, okay. I don't know, a lot. I like to give it. I have, mm. I have like a lot of pictures of just myself. Uh-huh. It's not my hard drive. So like, I wanted to be a model. So I, as a school, I I joined a modeling agency. I started training a couple of runways, and that was what I was doing. Then one time something happened. I was making a post on Facebook and I happened to hashtag photography and a, a page popped up. So I, out of curiosity, I just went, pulled up to the page and I saw that it was a new page. It was actually a page for photographers, models, makeup artists. Yeah, basically these creatives. And they were... They, they were asked to drop their WhatsApp numbers to be added to a WhatsApp group. So I just, I just, I just dropped my number. And <laughs> you didn't know what you were doing. Exactly. Put the number in there. <laughs> exactly. I just, I just dropped my number and I was just added okay. to a WhatsApp group. So, um, yeah, well, this WhatsApp group, you know, there were photographers there, there were makeup artists, there were other models. So we just used to chat, like, you know, random stuff, creative stuff and all that. And there was a time they organized a photo walk. Okay. See, and you know how photo works are like yeah, yeah, you yeah. need a, phot- a photographer and makeup artist models. Yes. So I went there as a model. I remember it was it was a Val's day, fourteen uh, February twenty fifteen. You so, remember it so yeah, because I mean <laughs> it was it was Val's day, so I do remember. So I went there as a model and when I was there, I mean, there was this guy who had this very cute camera, like Canon. The camera was just too cute. And then he, <laughs> he, he gave it to me, like, he just gave it to me, like, oh, I should try if I would want to, you know, just, like, take some pictures. Like, I should just try. So he just gave it to me and he just, like, showed me where to press and all that. So, I mean, throughout the whole photo walk, I was not actually doing modeling anymore. I was just... You would not take pictures. <laughs> yes, I was just holding the camera, trying to take pictures, trying to do something. That's crazy. And That's that crazy. was where it started. That was where it started. And from that time, I was so obsessed with with photography. I so wanted to learn photography. Like I would do online. I would I would read stuff online. I would go to like some photographers on the page. I want I wanted someone to just show me where to start from. Because it was bored. So I wanted someone to just show me, okay, start from here, read from here, um, do this, study this. So, I mean, I got just kind of help along the way, you know, people teaching me. Eventually, um, I understood what exposure triangle was, and that was it. Because, I mean, uh, the whole, I think, yeah, I, I think the whole thing about photography, if you understand the exposure triangle, you can take a good picture. You definitely can take a good picture. Yes. You can understand ISO and the shutter speed and your, yeah, exactly. you can take, definitely take a, a, a decent picture. But that's yeah. a very interesting story. <laughs> I, I can't believe uh, you went there intending to be one thing and then you ended up coming out of it uh, yes. as another thing. But I can definitely relate to <laughs> the feeling of your first time ever using a camera and then after that just having this like euphoria. Of wanting yeah. to do it some more and doing it again. And that was me about four years ago. It was the same thing. Oh, wow. 
I, I, I handled the camera the first time and I was like, I can't let go of this. I just need <laughs> to do more. And I was on YouTube, like, just like you, I, I didn't, I really didn't have anyone around me and in my space who could teach me and show me. So I had to go out and looking for it by myself, uh, spend countless hours on YouTube and watching tutorials and, <laughs> Um, on reading on articles and things like that so I can definitely relate to you know that initial step into yeah. the photography scene but you mentioned that was in 2015 uh, yeah actually that was when I developed interest mm-hmm. for photography but mm-hmm. I wasn't actually right, officially doing photography okay so yeah. when then did you start doing photography officially I started on your doing Instagram. photography officially officially in 2017 okay so so now the question is what changed and what moved between 2015 and 2017 that got you to say okay now i want to take this thing seriously Mm, i think um over the over the from 2015 to 2017 um within that period i was i was doing something i was doing something that wasn't photography related yeah i used to do these assuring jobs you know i completed sshs i didn't have a job (laughs) I was an SHS leaver, like I didn't have a job, like I, I wasn't going to go to the university like anytime soon. So I was just at home and I I just entered into this ushering, promotion, that kind of stuff. Like we promote um for brands at places, we usher events, and that was bringing me some some decent money. So um I was doing that between that period whilst I was still reading about photography, still studying about photography, still, you know, I didn't have a camera, I didn't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have anything. Yeah. And I was and I was studying photography. I didn't have anything. So <laughs> what 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 happened what happened was that there was this guy in the group, the group I spoke to you about, who was very nice. So he offered to give me his camera like anytime I wanted to use it to practice. Like, wow. He offered to give it to me. So there are times where I'll just go for it. I'll just be in my house. I'll just be taking shots, taking shots out, like taking pictures of plants, like shadows, lights. That's how it starts, hey. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really right. how it starts. Yeah, so just... I, re- I remember... I remember personally, it's, it's funny because it's literally the same thing. <laughs> when I was reading about photography and studying photography, I had no budget for a camera. I didn't have a camera. I didn't even plan on getting a camera, but I just <laughs> wanted to learn so much. I remember taking pictures uh, of plants and buildings mm-hmm. with my cell phone. <laughs> with my oh, cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I look, at, I look at those pictures now, and at the time, I really thought I was doing a banging job. I really, I know. Like, I really thought I was like, killing that, it. I know, like that feeling of like, wow, this short, this short yeah. should, should be, should be in a magazine. Yes, that's the feeling you get. But I think yeah. it's feel, it's feelings like that that push us to do more and want mm-hmm. more of this photography thing. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I had uh, my family around me, my sisters and my parents who. Even though the pictures were bad, they encouraged me. <laughs> they they really did encourage me, and I appreciate oh, uh, that about them. But uh, looking at your work from 2017 to now, and I've been through your um, Instagram, it's really nice stuff that you have going on, and you can definitely see the growth, uh, the change in style, and the maturity and the quality of the work as well. Um, but I think my question now is: it's only been about four years that you. 
started doing this professionally, what have been the key principles that have gotten you to the quality of work that you are at now? And I know you've said and mentioned before that you're not where you want to be, but you're definitely in a much better place than you were four years ago. And what principles have you applied to get yourself there? Okay, so what I'm going to say is, um, I think how far I've gotten, okay, one thing, one of the things that I've gotten in, like this far, is the fact that I have a goal. I know how I want to turn out. I know, I know where I want to be, and I'm not there. Yet. So that keeps pushing me. I see, I see stuff. I mean, we all see pictures on Instagram. We see pictures on the internet of other people's work that inspires. And you see someone's work, you're like, I really want to shoot like this. I really want my work yeah. to get to this point. That's so how like, I feel about when I look at your work. That's how I feel when I look at you. Really? <laughs> yes, right. That's that's really how I feel when I look at you. Someone, someone, someone told me. Someone told me that. Someone, well, uh, you know, um, you know, these past few weeks, I've been having a lot of messages from like a whole lot of people, like yes. of them from outside the country and all that. Someone yes. told me. Someone called me to tell me. Whenever he looks at my images, he feels like giving up. <laughs> like, That's I, not what we're trying to do here. We're trying know, to inspire people, exactly. not to make them get. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, I, also look, I also look at someone's work. I also feel like giving. I also feel like giving up. And That's you look, funny. You look though, at but... mine and you feel like giving up. <laughs> But that's the beauty of the dynamic, you know what I mean? And that I think that's the beauty of just being confident in the little that you're doing and sharing it with the world because you have no idea how many people it's impacting. It's crazy that sometimes you look at people who are, you know, 10 years into the game and you're like, I want to be there. But they're little, they're people, believe it or not, they're people who are looking at your work and you're like, wow, I want to be like Emmanuel one day, which is crazy to think. It's crazy to imagine, but that's the reality. That is the reality. That is literally the reality. Yes. So yeah, the principles yeah. you've applied. Exactly. So I know where I want to be, and that is the drive. So I keep on trying. I I try to create something that will be similar to where I want to be. I try it. Um, if I get something wrong, I improve on it the next time. So basically, that's how it has been. And for me, I feel like um, one other thing is also like finding your niche and being confident in it. Like that's one of the things that I've really struggled with for a very long time. But finally, I think I've discovered that the kind of photography I want to do. Because coming up, I never, I never wanted to be the photographer that shoots everything. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, like a lot, a lot of people like um, say that. Um, it depends on the country, you know, when you shoot everything, that's when you make the money. If you, if you decide mm, to specialize, yeah. you won't make a lot of money, you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm a strong believer of specialization. And especially, it's very hard for me because I'm someone that is most talented. I know how to do a whole lot of things. So being able to let go of something that I know how to do is and just focusing on one thing. It's, it's hard. Really, really, yes, Especially it's really if you've hard. got a creative mind because the creative mind doesn't settle. It's always wanting to do something new and always wanting to try something new. So you have to be very disciplined now if you want to focus yes. on one thing. Yes. 
and master that. What 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 are the other things now that you're creatively into? And I know you've already mentioned modeling. You've already mentioned um, journalism. What other creative things are you into? I know you've already mentioned modeling oh. and uh, journalism, which are both no, very creative I, things. Journalism is very fast. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's throw that out. Let's throw it out. Let's take our modeling. Modeling, I think, it was just because I love to get pictures. <laughs> Yes. So we're you throwing know, out journalism yeah. and modeling. Everyone who loves, who loves taking pictures is a model. Yeah. Yes. That's like true. Once That's they, true. Yeah. <laughs> like taking pictures, we just feel like become models. Man. Mm. No. Okay. So let's 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 put that away. So okay. yes, I know I do a lot of things, like a whole lot of things. Um. So one of my abilities is I have the ability to learn by seeing. Mm. Mm. Yes. So um, I don't need someone to. Teach, teach me. Yeah. Once I see something, like I'm not reading really something, I, I can read it. That's crazy. So aside, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. So aside um, the photography stuff, I sew. Really? Yes. That's crazy. That's also a very creative thing, though. That's, exactly. that's definitely that's definitely a creative thing. But I don't sew. What do you sew? I sew bags. Really? <laughs> I don't know if I have like something I want. No ways. Let me and see if I can get a sample. Yes, please do. We would love that. We've got a sample. Yes. So. This. Handmade. Yeah, I made. What the? No way. I like the pockets inside. I've never seen them with pockets inside. That's different. That is different. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So that is very impressive. Something that I do. And how long have you been doing that? Oh, since 2015. And you resell these. Yeah, I produce everything myself, like from scratch. Okay, so now the question is balancing the creative side of making bags <laughs> and the creative side of photography. Is there one that gets more attention than the other? Like, how do you do it all? Definitely. And now it's because yeah. now you're an entrepreneur, you're your own business yeah. person, and you need to make sure yeah. you're balancing all these things. How do you do it? How do you find yeah. that balance? Okay, so yeah, it just has to be said and just. Exactly what we've been talking about. Like, um, there are some things that you just can't combine. You know? Yes, yes, there's some things. Well, someone might be able to do that, but I know myself. It's not easy combining um, these two things because they are equally demanding. So, it gets to a point where I have to make a decision to either drop one or we video call about it <laughs> because 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 obviously um, it's very hard to give equal attention to these two things yes so i do what you would bring me peace of mind basically this is a bag that i i produced myself i i didn't learn it from anyone i bought out the idea the idea is originally mine i'm not talking about 
the idea of it being like a drawstring bag. I'm talking about the idea of creating it with leather and having all those um pocket pockets size. inside. Yeah, I've never yes, seen exactly. it like that before, ever. It's the first time. Yes, yes, yes. So that's something that I created like myself. And normally um it's very hard for me to let go of original ideas. If I copied it from someone very easy to let go, but if I invented it, like sort of like invented it myself, it's very hard to let go. So there's something that I've improved over time for a long, like a long period of time. I've improved it. It has gotten to a point where like it's it's perfect. It's it's the the mark, like the world can consume it. The, like the market out there, I'm confident in the products. Like if it goes out there, I know it's not gonna flop. But then photography comes in. Not only photography, because right now I'm more into retouching than photography. Yes, so I provide retouching services to photographers Mm -hmm. and other creatives. And that is what I really want to go into. Okay. So maybe very soon I'll stop doing some kind of photography and I'll just stick to painting photography because I really do like um, headshots. I like editing with close-up shots okay. um, more than full-body shots. Yeah. You've mentioned yes. it in some of your Instagram posts as well, so uh, we've seen that. <laughs> exactly. We, if, we if, you that me a camera, if you give me a camera to shoot, the probability of me shooting a wide shot is very... It's very... Low. Yes. Unless I consciously decide that I want to do a wide shot. Then I, I get to do a wide shot. I can definitely relate with you. I'm almost always going to go for a headshot all the time. Uh, so, so I definitely understand what you mean. Uh, but I think on the topic of balancing, you mentioned something very important there. It's, it was, it's either I pick one and be very good at it or keep both exactly. and be very mediocre, which is huge. Exactly. It's huge. Uh, especially if it's two things that you're not only passionate about, but very good at mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. those are the kind of mature decisions now you have to make as an Exactly. If you want to give a quality, you know what I mean? Exactly. Mm. And for the past weeks, like, um, I've really been thinking about it and I think it's a decision. So I just hope it works out. But then, um, so far, so good. I, I'm going to pursue it, actually. Okay. Definitely. I, I definitely wish you all the best, honestly. Uh, it's not an easy Thank decision you. to make. Uh, to let go of something that you care about, but I definitely wish you the best. And I think from what I've seen, Speaking for myself, I think you have very good work. Uh, I definitely see it going to the moon, honestly. Um, But I think on the topic of balancing and time management, picking one over the other, there's also the aspect of uh, since now you are working for yourself and you need to schedule your time, there's the aspect of balancing. uh, I don't work for myself. (laughs) You don't work for yourself? I work for myself. But then I also work for someone else. Okay. Um, the question now is creatively finding the balance between making content and having time for your private life. I don't know if that's making sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yes, because I, I think what I'm trying to say is because I I realized it. And it's a question that I ask a lot of people a lot of the time. How do you balance creativity and private life? And uh, this week, this week uh, today, actually, I had a friend reach out to me and he's like, I want to do something with you. It's something that he had planned to do with me. And I had to turn him down because I had this going on. I had two interviews today. 
So it's things like that now where you're like, I'm really missing out on the private life. I'm really missing out on hanging out with friends and family because I'm trying to pursue this creative thing. How do I balance it out? Do you get the question? Yeah. How do you you balance it out? Okay. So I think for me, it's pretty simple. Okay. Um, I'm saying that because my life has been very simple. I'm not the I'm not the outing kind of person. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, I'm not okay. the outing kind of person. Like I'm not a party type. Okay. I'm not a oh like let's go here have fun <laughs> kind of person. Yes, that's like, not you. I'm 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 a home girl. Okay. So like I like being at home and my life is I, I would say my life is pretty boring. <laughs> No creative life boring. is boring. No one who's in the creative space has a boring life. Let me tell you. I'm that. saying my life no is really boring because like it's, it's, it's the same routine. Mm. Wake up, you sit in front of the PC, you work, you eat. Go to sleep. Yes. And you wake up and you, you do it all again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I get you. I get you repeat. Like that is, that is my life. Like majority of the time. I... I go to church too as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's basically work and church. Work finish. and church. Yeah, yes. I think. So um, what happens is that um, I also don't, I'm not the kind of person that has like, let's say, a huge clique of friends. Okay, small yeah, circle, like small circle. Exactly, very, very Circle. I have it's a better very tiny way. circle. It's very tiny way. circle. Not small, but tiny. <laughs> very tiny. tiny. <laughs> I'm telling you, very tiny. Okay. Yes, because um, I mean, and that circle, I feel like it's it's very much okay for me because there's no drama. Yeah. Ooh. It's 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 okay. like stress free. <laughs> I love that. I have I the that. I have the I have the freedom to be myself. Yeah. I I can I can be myself like freedom to explore, make mistakes, mm. have fun, like you know, in a very tiny circle. So yeah. um I don't worry myself about maybe oh what's happening in town today, let me go <laughs> hang out with someone. You know, I don't have to make that decision between mm. doing work and having to go out to meet friends. But once in a while, once in a while, um, I do call some photographers, you know, just say hi, just say hello, just check up on them. Mm-hmm. You know, because these are people that when I was starting out, they were the people that I was reaching out to. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten to a point where I, I, I didn't know I'd get to this point where I don't even have that time. To hang out like yeah, I used to hang out. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. You grow and the work becomes more, and it almost consumes exactly. you. It almost consumes you. It becomes you. exactly, and it's exactly. almost sometimes difficult to separate you from the content. <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I, I understand. And it makes sense. In smaller circles, tiny circles, and tiny circles are definitely better. <laughs> are definitely tiny. better. Um, but like you said, a simple life, keeping it easy, having a routine. Yeah. I like that and I appreciate yeah. that a lot. Um, but yeah, four years into the game, 2017, uh, this is early 2021. What has been your biggest lesson in the creative space or just <laughs> generally? What's the one thing you're like, flip? If someone had told me this, I would have really appreciated it. I would have rather not had to learn it the hard way. Mm-hmm. 
Well, right now, right now, I can't really feel points. Okay. Something. I can't really feel points something. But okay. at least um what I'll talk about would be um dealing with clients. <laughs> you know? Ah, that one. <laughs> yes, dealing with clients. Mm. Because some clients can be really hard. And I think it's one area that I've really um, improved in greatly because when I started out, a lot of people used to take advantage of me because I was I, I didn't know my worth and I felt like someone was doing me a favor by even paying me paying me peanuts. I felt they were doing me a favor and they were they were they were taking advantage of me and they knew it. So I wish I had I wish I had someone that could have, you know, told me this stuff, made me stand to my grounds and you know, not be taken advantage of like that much. But then I mean, I guess there are some things that you you can't actually learn them until you experience them yourself. Yes. Yes, so exactly. Exactly. So right now, I'm just a big advocate of don't let anyone cheat you. Don't let anyone look down on you. Know your worth. Like, don't don't feel like you're not worth it or you don't deserve this amount of money or you don't deserve this price. Because you know the work that you've put into it. You know the investments you've made. So if you're demanding for a certain amount of money, you deserve it. So don't let anyone make you feel bad for doing that. And right now, I'm a big advocate of it. And right now, like, if, if I get a client, I give you my rates. I, I've made my rates such that my clients would want to book me because they want me to shoot them. So not because I'm affordable or I'm just available, no, because they want me to shoot them. So they would go any extent for me to shoot them. So that is the point I am now. So if somebody goes that extent to book me, I really, really value that person because I know the only person really wants me. Wow, that's big. That is big, uh, and I, I can definitely relate to uh, this idea of people taking advantage, especially if you're new to the scene, fresh to the scene, um, and you don't realize it. You really don't realize it. You think that they they're really taking care of you or they're doing you a favor. Mm-hmm. It's very unfortunate that we live in a world that uh, you know treats us as creatives that way. Um, and even when we do realize our worth, uh, and like you're saying, and we start charging the fees that we do charge, they just look at us like we're crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not fair because we don't look at every other profession that way. You know, you don't, you walk into, I mean, I'm not, no ways I'm comparing the efforts that goes into becoming a doctor, but you don't walk into the doctor's office and you negotiate prices. You know, he's like, it's this much and it's that much. Um, so I, I, I yeah, I'm just, I just dream and pray for a time where creatives in any space uh, are seen less than people who are just doing a hobby and as people who are actually pursuing a genuine passion, running a genuine business. You know, that would be, that would be really nice. Yes. And I think for that to happen, uh, it's, it's dependent on us. We are the creators, how we brand ourselves, how we put ourselves out there. We allow them to do that to us. Because if you don't if you don't allow it, it won't happen. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's about creating that awareness, educating people, letting them know their harm is doing as a whole. You which know, you, and which, you, which you've been doing, I've seen a bunch of your videos on Instagram. They're very, <laughs> exactly. very, very empowering. Like, I, I won't lie. It's one of the reasons why I was attracted to your work and to your page. It's the positive message that you have been putting out in. Uh, I do believe it's reaching a lot of people and I pray that it continues to do that as well, which is super nice. Yeah. But tell us a little bit more about, uh, the, the creative space in Ghana. Is it good? Is it bad? How do you feel? And this is obviously a much deeper conversation, but how do you feel it could be better? Um, where do you think it's lacking? Just basic things off the top of your head. Okay, so personally for me, um, what I would say that I try as much as possible to mingle with other creators that allow themselves. But then I feel like in Ghana, a lot of people keep to themselves. A lot of people, um, they are, they are scared of other people's progress. That is, that is how I see it. And I mean, but I think it's everywhere, generally, it's everywhere. But then I've had a few conversations with some of my creative friends in Nigeria. And one thing that I feel like um, Ghana lacks is competition. Yeah, healthy competition. Yeah. What I mean by healthy competition is where you see your fellow creative doing this and it challenges you. You want to do better. You want to do more. It challenges you, pushes you to go further in exploring your abilities. It pushes you, it pushes other abilities out of you. But I feel like little people are in their comfort zones. Here in Ghana, you know, just going, chilling, doing what you can. That's very dangerous you know? <laughs> to be a creative person who's comfortable where they are, who's not wanting to grow more, you know? Because I, I, that's, mean, that's I mean, a scary I mean, let me give an example. Okay, um, a lot of the people that I I follow or I look up to, uh, a lot of them are like foreigners. Like they're not in my country, mm. and it's surprising <laughs> to know. That's true. It's surprising to know that a lot of them are females. I follow a lot of female photographers like outside the country, and it's like um, outside Ghana here. It's like. Um, it's very normal for you to see a female photographer like in a Western country. Like it's very, very yes, normal. Yes. It's, it's not. It's yeah. anything. It's new or surprising. Mm-hmm. But here in Ghana, people see me a female photographer and they are amazed. They are surprised. <laughs> They're like, wow! Like, wow! I've never met a female photographer before, and I'm like, there are mm. lots of there are lots of us out here in Ghana. There are mm. lots of female photographers here in Ghana. And, you know, and the confidence at which they do their stuff, like that confidence that they have in promoting their brand, in going out there, shooting stuff, and all that, like, I tap into that confidence. And that is what I think enables me to do the things that I do. Because if I'm to look at my surrounding or the other faces around me, I don't think I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Wow. That's crazy. That's legit. I love that. Um, it's, it's really inspiring, I think, uh, for any 
space. And I can even think about the kind of space where I'm from back home in Zim, Zimbabwe. Is, it's that idea of healthy competition. I feel like there's do compet there is competition, but it's not healthy. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> trying to get on top of everybody. Oh, okay. Everybody's trying to be the best. I mean, I think that is that is everywhere. Yeah, but I just feel like if we need each other to exactly. push each other more, exactly. grow together more. Exactly. And like you say, it's it's everywhere. Um, not just in a creative space, but just generally around the world. Everybody's trying to be better than everybody. Uh, and put everybody down. Um, but I think we can definitely achieve more if we work hand in hand. Like you say, you had a lot of people who were by your side when you started off this journey. People lending you cameras and people supporting you and things like that. And I think if we had a lot more of that, uh, we'd be much more successful, not individually, but as a collective. And that would be really nice to have. Yeah. Um, and that is one reason why um, I'm mostly a big supporter of like helping beginner photographers, those who are new in the industry, those who are coming up, like, to the best of my ability, what I can do to help. So that was why I started the YouTube channel, because I had a lot of messages in my inbox, people asking me, teach me this, asking me a lot of questions, and I can't attend to everyone individually. <laughs> it's hard, eh? <laughs> exactly. Mm. Like, for the past few weeks, my account has really been blowing up messages everywhere i'm referring to message every day and this was, this is something that was not there like i'll say maybe some months ago it wasn't that wasn't what was happening my i could go to instagram and you know i just be there i just be there alone. but now i go I go my instagram into my i just go my instagram like new followers new messages like it's it's overwhelming so i mean i just have to start a youtube channel so that Everyone can benefit from it so that yeah, so that it also helps me as well because I'm just one person. I kind of just Yeah, I mean, I just, we, yes. We 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 appreciate that. Um I was talking to another person, another creative, and I was like, people who really just get onto the you know, social platform and release content for the sake of helping people with no real incentive to want to get paid for it. That's big, that's huge. And this person, it's funny, uh, they're a music producer and they teach people how to make music on YouTube for free. And they, ha- they had someone who came to them in their private chat and they were like, you need to stop what you're doing. You're leaking all the trade secrets oh, for music. <laughs> imagine, imagine. And they were like, you need to stop I what you're doing. Right. Us as the producers, we don't approve of you just teaching people how we make music. And he's like, this is stuff that I learned by myself, free of charge. And I, th- I, I feel know. like people deserve to know these things. Uh, and exactly. I think his biggest argument was the amount of money people then have to pay to get you guys to teach them, the ones who don't want to leak the information. It's a lot of money and not everyone can afford to go to school or pay for courses that will teach them how to make music or how to take photos. So having genuine people who are out there who are leaking information for free, it's it's really appreciative. So I, I really do commend the work that you're doing. I upload it daily and um, I hope that it can definitely inspire and help people all across the world. Yeah, yes. But then also um, there is a group of people that <laughs> no matter the amount of YouTube they watch, they are still <laughs> to get it. 
Some people definitely do struggle and they definitely need that one-on-one time. Uh, but I think that statement uh, goes to show how not easy photography is. It's not just grabbing a camera, snapping it a couple times, and you, you've mastered the concept. It's so much more detail and so much more technical stuff that goes into it, um, which for me, I think, just makes me appreciate that art way more. You know, So when I see you, and the work that you do and all these other photographers and videographers i'm just like there's a lot that is going into this uh, they just didn't wake up it's been a long journey and seeing them where they are makes me happy because i'm like they've definitely gone through a lot to get to where they are now. let me tell you something when i started off like when i started as a beginner okay i used to ask a lot of questions okay um, I used to ask those who were, those I used to look up to, I used to ask them these kind of questions that people are asking me now. I used to ask them, um, how many years have you been in photography? And a lot of them that I was inspired by their work, they were like, oh, I've been in photography for a few years, four years. So it gave me this, like, um, consciousness that, oh, maybe in my subconscious mind, I was like, okay, um, that means that by the time I'm a few years of forensic photography, my work is going to be very good. Because all these people that are good, they say they've been in photography for three years, four years. That means, okay, you need to be in photography for like three years, four years. It's a process. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. It just doesn't happen overnight. And it takes time. So, But now imagine being three months into the journey and you're speaking to someone who's four years. It's hard for you to comprehend. I have to do this for another four years to get somewhere. Like it's it's very difficult because I think we also live in a very fast paced world uh, where at, you blink and someone's posted a new photo on Instagram. You blink, someone's posted a new one on Facebook. Someone's posted a new video on YouTube, and it's good quality stuff. And these are people who've been in it ten, fifteen years. But I think if we focus too much on someone's ten year journey, uh, we kind of overshadow ourselves and want to be them tomorrow instead of really going through the motions of our own journey and you know learning as we go 
And I think I struggled with that a lot, you know, consuming so much of the content from creators I look up to, and which wasn't a bad thing, but I just wanted to be there right now. I wanted to take the photos <laughs> today. I um, But it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of failing as well. The, part, the growing process involves a lot of failure, which is very necessary for you growing. Yeah. Um, and the experience, the experience yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a better teacher than actually experiencing it for yourself um, yeah. someone will always tell you don't do A, B, C, D and then you're like I don't understand and then you do A, B, C, D and you're like oh flip these are the consequences then you exactly. know why why you shouldn't do A, B, C, D because so no one will tell you next time yeah <laughs> exactly because you've experienced it and you know the consequences too yeah. Um, but looking at your entire journey and uh, the creative space that you find yourself in on a daily basis, what is your favorite part of it all? What is my answer? What is your favorite part of the entire creative space that you find yourself in? What do you enjoy the most? Retouching. Why retouching? Why retouching? I love retouching because, um, one, I do get tired of things easily so retouching because i get to retouch different creative projects and that is not boring you know because you finish editing this work the next week i've seen it's a crazy work and the fact that i don't have to be the one to shoot it but i get to edit it so i get to enjoy it <laughs> do you not like the process of taking the photo <laughs> No, I, I, like, it's, I don't know. It, that's, that's me. That's me. Like, it's like I can take pictures. I can take pictures. I mean, I started off as a photographer and I've tried, I've tried all the niches in photography, all the aspects of photography. I've tried documentary, products, <laughs> events, and baby, <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. The one that I hate the most is, Baby photography. <laughs> it's too much stress. They just I don't sit down. Yeah. I really salute those who do children or baby photography. Like, guys are really nice. Hey, they're not easy. I can't. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. So, yes. Yeah, so, I prefer retouching because then it's just me and my computer and my creative mind. And I love the fact that I'm able to do something and my clients are going to be like, wow, I love it so much. Yeah. Like, you're the best. You know, all those That's a nice athletes. feeling. That's a nice feeling. That's a Exactly. Nice feeling. Yeah. Because it makes me feel like, okay, I've, been, I've put a smile on your face. I've made you excited. I'm glad you love what I've done for you. I'm glad you, you appreciate it. So that makes me more excite, excited than getting booked to go to the clients and have to pose a client. Because, you know, posing posing clients is not easy because they are not like, models Bruh, it's yeah they're not, not models so it's it's, it's very hard because sometimes you might have a pose in mind and they're just not reflecting it mm. but i love working with professional models because you know they just do all the work for you easy they do it's very easy it's a breeze you it's just breeze. you just tweak some things mm. and you're good to go yeah. but then, i mean we, we didn't start like this i i, I didn't start off shooting professional models i didn't mm. even have them at my disposal. Mm, mm. You go have a professional model, they won't mind you. <laughs> but then someone, someone, yeah, because you don't, you don't have what it takes to shoot them. Yeah. Like, if you, if they've seen your portfolio, like, there's nothing 
they would they wouldn't want to be associated with you. But then someone gave me the opportunity, and that was what opened doors for me. So I try to also give people or beginner photographers the opportunities that I, I didn't get, but opportunities that I feel like helped me. So that it also helped them as well. Because someone gave me the opportunity to shoot a professional model. And from and once those pictures landed in my portfolio, when I contact a model, a professional model, when they look on my, my page and they see that, oh, you shot this professional model, okay, then I can work with it. Then that's how it started. So I tried to give people that opportunity. So I came up with a project called the Shootout Project, where I give upcoming photographers the opportunity to shoot with me. Like I organize the whole shoot with professional model, professional makeup artists, and they get to shoot with me. So sort of like they get images with professional models in their portfolio. And that's, that's, really that's like cool. a start for you. Because then if you have those images in your portfolio, you should call model they would want to work yeah and that's how i mean you move on from there that's amazing that's a really cool initiative uh, mind-blowing actually really really mind-blowing but i think that for you i was actually thinking when you're talking about it I, I really do appreciate the people who give all creators a chance when they're starting off because you are generally a nobody you have no portfolio you've never done this before but someone comes to you and they're like please take a photo of me and my family please take a photo of this event and they pay you for it and you're like when you look back at it you're like i should not have been paid for this so i think i'm <laughs> i'm definitely getting the same idea from this project that you've started it's giving people who really don't have much to go off of in terms of a portfolio and taking them from level one to a high jump in level 50 in exposure of taking photos of models, which is a super cool initiative. I don't think there's anything harder than breaking into the market and having the first couple of people hire you for a gig as a photographer, especially in a market that's somewhat saturated. There's just so many photographers to choose from. People are always going to choose the people, more often than not, the people with a decent portfolio. So I really, really, really appreciate the work that you're doing. Again, it's really, really amazing. Um, but yeah, when you look at your last four years of taking photos, what has been your greatest achievement? No matter how small or insignificant it may seem to the rest of the world, what are you most proud of achieving? I think um, I'm proud of the decisions that I've made in the past two years of my life mm. because I believe that is what has contributed massively to where I am okay. today. Okay, so I made a decision to join um, a team, a team of videographers. Okay. So I'm, I'm kind of like the official photographer. Mm-hmm. They do just videography. Okay. Yeah, so that, that is what I meant by I work for myself. Ah, myself. okay, that makes sense now. That yeah, sense. So, okay. so I'm self-employed and I'm also employed. Okay. That's... Exactly. That's, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yes, but... But my, my employment is not it's not it's not based on salary. It's not based on salary. It's not based on salary. It's contract based. Okay. It's contract based. Okay. Yes, exactly. So um that was like um I think that was one of the best decisions that I've made in my in my career so far. And it has really, really contributed massively to where I am now. And I'm so grateful. And also another achievement to be when I bought my first camera. Mm. That was last year. 
How was that feeling? How was that feeling? It was very, very amazing because I bought my first camera in a year when there was so much chaos. Yeah. Oh, and no. there was shortage of money. Because, you know, people, you know, when quarantine and people had to use money to buy food supplies, you know, people, people you know, you, you you wouldn't have to go to work, you are home, there's no money coming in, you know, that kind of stuff. And that was, it was during that time that I bought my first cover. So it's it's so amazing. Um, When I think about it, I'm, I'm even amazed that I was able to do that at a time like that. And when I tell people, like, I was doing photography, I was shooting, but I didn't have a camera. They're like, what? should be inspired. <laughs> because the fact that I don't have a camera, it shouldn't stop you from still pursuing photography. Because I didn't have a camera up until last year. Crazy. I think that goes to show that it was never about the gear that you have or don't have. And a lot of people are like, and I, I know I did that. I fell short of that and I was like, I'm not gonna start a YouTube channel because I don't have A, B, C, D. And I really I really did have, have everything I needed. I just didn't have as much as other people had. So there was a lot of comparison with other creatives, which is very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous space to be in. Um, but I, I ended up starting it with the little that I had. And needless to say, it's making me very happy and I'm very content with what I've had. Um, I think you are doing hmm. amazingly well. Thank like, you so much. Well, getting even this initiative, getting like photographers from or creatives from all over the world to be on your channel, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I really applaud you for that. Thank I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Uh, it means a lot uh, to get feedback like that. And it's, it's words like that and responses like that that definitely keep me going. Um, but uh, we've definitely edged closer to the end of this uh, podcast recording it's been an absolute pleasure it's been an absolute honor to sit down and chat with you uh it's i'm short of words really uh it's it's different when you see someone on instagram and social media but then when you sit down and actually get to speak to them it's a totally different ballgame um, i just have one more question to close this off and um what would be the greatest advice you've ever received is a two-part. What's the greatest advice you've ever received uh, in your life or just in the creative space? And what's the greatest advice you would give to someone who is looking to break up? Okay. So um, I'll say the greatest, the greatest advice that I've received, it may not be like one advice, but it has come in dif- different forms but are still communicating the same thing. And that is um, not putting pressure on yourself, being yourself, being you, going out there, yes, doing doing you, do what you can with what you have. Like, don't, don't stress yourself to be where you are not. Like what you just said, don't compare your, don't compare your, don't compare your two years with someone's 10 years. So working at your own pace, and within your own, you know, within your own space. And the, yeah, that's the same advice I would give to people out there. Don't, don't allow your own put pressure on you. Don't put pressure on yourself. You may see someone's work, it's super creative, but you don't know the work they've put in to get to where they are. Be willing to put in the work because once you put in the work, you're definitely going to see the results. Yeah. Yo, that's big advice. And I, I would definitely reiterate what you said. It's 
believe in yourself, trust in yourself, stay in your lane, do your thing, yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do your thing, stay in your lane, stay like, in your lane, um, seriously, and that's one thing that I do, like, I try to stay in my lane, I don't try to compare myself with anyone, you're doing great, yes, your work is amazing, yes, it's beautiful, I appreciate you for that, but I won't try to be you, I'm also trying to be the best that I can in, in my field, yes, and, and be original, and be original exactly. I love that um, yo, thank you so much I really do wish we could uh, chat more um, I've learned so much from you and I hope that the audience can learn as much as I have from you as well uh, it's truly been an honor uh, thank you once again thank you too for having me it's a pleasure it's definitely been a pleasure it's definitely been a good time thank you so much cheers thank you cheers